0: lovely lovely day welcome to the fill your cup podcast and this podcast is designed really to tap into your inner space unwind slow down and tune in so here we are today with the topic of reparenting now this is a very um complicated but i guess simple in a way topic um very paradoxical um but it's something that needs to be treated very sensitively so i want to start out with this topic with a preface the first being reparenting is all about understanding the wounds that you have in your childhood passed on by your parents or your caregivers and healing them Um, and with that being said the preface is really just knowing and acknowledging that your parents aren't perfect and to not hold grudges against them because the more we hold that grudge the less easier it is to actually change that pattern so I'm not coming with this with the intention of really saying you know um, what whatever happened is their fault it's really just this podcast and this topic today is all about self accountability and uh, no one's perfect, so it's all about just changing your own patterns and just taking and seeing things for what they are and forgiving the parents for it or the caregivers for whatever they did in whatever capacity that you can because no one's perfect. So that's number one. And number two is that I will be going into talking about mothering and fathering process, which is really about... You know, becoming your own mom or dad, um, and giving yourself that guidance that was needed to nurse yourself back to a healthy adult. And so, um, you know, with the whole gender um, functionality, I want to be respectful, and I want to say that I don't. My intention is not to have mothering or fathering as just a mother or a father. They could be any gender it's not it's not you know specific to a gender role um and it's neither claiming anything to be you know this is specifically a mother's role or this is a father's role it's really just energies the masculine energy and the feminine energy which is the yin and the yang and those energies don't have to be in a person they can be i mean what i mean to say is this (laughs) Those energies don't have to be, you know, like feminine energy is just a mother, a mom, or masculine energy is just a father. Um, But they really are just a culmination within yourself. Think of it like a yin and yang um, symbol. And that's really my intention going into this is, um, really I'm classifying mothering wound and fathering wound But you can actually apply to any gender role. It's not specific to it. It's just easier to classify it in this video just for the purposes of this video and to make it um, understandable. I'm going with that um, intention, but um, you feel free to, you know, change any gender roles or any kind of um, energies that align with you if this message does not resonate with you you know feel free to click off and um you're welcome to you know come back later for more and um so i'm gonna start with those two prefaces and now i will start into the re-parenting topic so re-parenting what is it it is as i've said earlier in the beginning of the video it's really all about healing the wounds and the trauma and now when i use the word trauma it really doesn't mean that um, it has to be something extremely traumatic such as you know you what you would have experienced um, abuse physical abuse of sorts it really can just be on a very subliminal level and it can be very latent and it's hard to understand those ones because you really don't know what went wrong in your childhood because there's no evidence. Um, with that being said, a lot of the memories can actually be deleted because um, a traumatic event causes our brain to do so. Or it could just be a normal childhood and you don't understand why why you can't speak up, why you can't express yourself. and. It's important to not blame ourselves or blame the parents who are coming in with those patterns because change cannot occur with that idea. And in order for us to grow, we really need to step in as adults, which is what re-parenting is about. It's about looking at those patterns in general and changing that. It's about changing that generational pattern that has been happening and that change can happen with you and it's a very exciting process that can begin and it really can occur when you are ready and whenever you feel ready so by no means is this something that you need to force upon yourself it's just an idea and whenever you're comfortable and ready to do so that is when you really start maturing and taking in those accountability of being a mom to yourself or being a dad or whatever caregiver you had being that person for you and um so i'm gonna start off with the most important one is the mother the mothering wound and that is because you know we are prenatally attached to our mom because we come from the their womb um that's, I guess, the obvious. But um, So anyways, we're basically deeply attached to that maternal length, side of it. And um, that is why I will start with the mothering wound first. Um, and a mothering wound can manifest itself as a loss of self, a loss of identity. Um, you find it hard to understand who you are as a person. Um, You know, and that is why you're able to sort of feel a sense of loss as you navigate the world, um, not understanding where you fit in and where you belong, essentially. Your sense of belonging is sort of lost. Um, And so if you feel that that idea is sort of something that you have dealt with, that could be manifested as a mothering wound. Now we're all about getting out of those patterns and changing new ones. So I actually essentially have developed something for myself um, to do the re-parenting process. And um, those three things in terms of the mothering wound and healing that mother wound is, number one, emotional validation. Maybe early on, you were not given that validation for your emotions. You were told to, you know, Big yourself up, or don't cry, or why are you being so emotional? Or this doesn't make any sense, why don't you go focus on your um, you know, study or the task at hand? Um, anything like that that is a sense of emotional disconnect, right? And as a child, when you're feeling those emotions, those emotions need to be validated because otherwise, you start to feel like, okay, maybe I really should not be feeling this and what happens is is that that becomes your automatic response um to your body so your internal world starts to disconnect with emotions and you subconsciously and it becomes an intrinsic response that you just tend to not feel too much um and that is if that is the event with you that is not your fault and um you know, to really take this with sensitive gloves, with baby gloves and um, really care for yourself if that is something that you're realizing about yourself is I'm not really attuned into my emotions. Um, That really most likely could be because a caregiver, um, you know, basically didn't validate your emotions. Um, And the key to emotional validation is really the first step to feeling and i know a lot of us we have a hard time feeling our emotions you know we can watch tv we can you know be on TikTok, we can be on instagram we can you know maybe distraction is could be for you exercise or whatever it is for you i i'm not sure what there's so many distractions there could be right um and you really don't know when that distraction is going to be harmful Um, and that could be really a way to suppress your emotions because humans are clever and we've learned to adapt and find ways to really just fit in and um, now it can be hard for you as someone who's maybe never felt your deepest emotions. It can be overwhelming and so I want you to be easy on yourself for that because knowing that it it's been years that you may have been not really that in touch with your emotions, if that is the case. Um, the first step in emotional validation really is just to feel that emotion. Whenever that emotion passes by, just really tune into it and feel into it. And understand that it is okay for you to feel sad. That it is okay for you to feel really terrible one day. It's okay for you to cry. It's okay. All that validation needs to happen by you now, which is really the reparenting process. And so you're basically going to be, um, let's say a bad emotion occurs. Instead of reaching for your phone or just any distraction, I want you to just sit, just sit with the pain and just acknowledge it and you know immediately you're going to notice maybe you'll cry and that's a good sign because crying means that you're healing it means that you're acknowledging you're finally acknowledging everything and especially when you've suppressed a lot of things you may be having sad days and not knowing why and that's because it's been so long that you just didn't process that it takes time so really just be very easy and gentle with yourself in this process to just sit with the pain and acknowledge like oh you know hearing voices such as this is not a big deal why am i crying about this stupid little thing don't cast any judgment or shame on that thought just visualize yourself as this little child and ask yourself to speak those words you know i am feeling terrible i'm feeling sad and um Not to go into a victim mode, obviously, because that is another trap. Um, You know, it's really just all about hearing your pain and then validating it and telling yourself, I got you. You know, like, I understand. I understand this. I'm, I'm listening. So that internal voice, which may be passed on as critical self, um, from a caregiver can now become very gentle and soft and responsive to that to that um, sadness, to that melancholy, to that terrible day that you had. And it's okay to feel those. We're all gonna feel those. No one is having a perfect life. No one's having a perfect day. Everyone has their own struggles and it's okay to, for you to feel, you know? So it's just that simple thing, but it takes a lot of time. And that is emotional validation. So that's the first one. The second one is intuition. So with a lot of um, sense of loss of identity, you tend to disconnect from your emotions and inevitably from your gut and from your heart. And that actually, um, you know, makes you lose that sense of intuition that you had, um, which is a sense of identifying with your um you know five senses around you and being aware of what's going on and what feels right and if you're inevitably connect disconnected from your emotions it tends to also um, affect your intuition you may not be able to discern so well in terms of who is good for you and people and who isn't and again i would like to acknowledge and say that that is okay it's a process, and if you're watching this video, it means that it's a start for you. It means something pulled you and gravitated you towards listening to this message, and it's meant for you. And I've actually made a video on intuition previously um, uh, on my channel and uh, on this podcast, and so I would like for you to uh, visit that um, if you feel free to do so. So intuition is really just connecting to your self. You know, grounding yourself, really being in the present moment, and being aware of your surroundings—not um, hyper aware, of course—but just really understanding, like, okay, am I feeling? How is my body feeling around this person, around this job, around this event? And it's really tuning in because a lot of times when you're disconnected, your your energy kind of floats away, and it focuses more on the other than yourself. It's kind of like when you go on a date. Um, A good test to find out is not how the other person is feeling about you but more so how you're feeling about them Um, and that is when you're connecting with yourself, you're creating that relationship, that bond like okay this person is nice and this person is cute but how are they making me feel, are they making me feel like I need to like sort of scrunch up and I'm not feeling, you can tell by your body language because your body always responds first. And you'll know by it that, um, you know, whether it's a job interview, any any kind of thing where someone is making you feel uncomfortable, um, you know, it could be a school situation, a bully, um, you know, whatever the case is, um, your body will know and to tune into that is really just a part of intuition. And um, that's something that we can work on is really just understanding and tuning into our bodies so that's the second part of healing the mother wound is intuition and the third is self-care now i could have included the emotional validation with self-care but really self-care is more um doing your daily routines um how are you every day how are you are you taking space are you taking time to acknowledge and creating that time maybe it's the night time or the morning maybe it's when you're having your cup of coffee um, whenever that time is you're basically taking out to uh, taking out time to um, create self-awareness through self-care um, you've had a rough day and um, you know instead of just going to bed you prepare a nice meal with intention of giving yourself love back and creating a nice meal you know giving yourself a pampering whether it's face mask or you know we've all seen those quotes like self-care is not just about face masks and wine and all that it's also about sitting with yourself and it could just be a practice of journaling really getting to know yourself understanding your thoughts because if it's likely if you're not, you know, doing your self-care, there's something that is disrupting that pattern and it's disrupting your energy and it's really asking that self-care time for you to feel into your energies and understanding who you are. A lot of loss of identity can be changed um, through journaling understanding why did I feel weird this way when I was um, with this person or oh it's really weird I've been at work for so long but I really am not clicking with these people why is that and you question these things and I would recommend journaling as an activity for you to tap in to and that really is sort of the summary of mothering wound I'm sure there's many other things that you can research on but these are the three basic ones that I use is emotional validation, intuition, and a lot of self-care. So, you know, doing so consistently can really help in um, healing your mother wound because you're providing that care, you're providing that love and nursing yourself back to life. And especially with self-care, like I mentioned, journaling, Um, since you have a loss of self and um, loss of understanding who you are, that can really help you to tune in and understanding yourself because you're asking yourself these questions and sort of putting things back to pieces. If a lot of things didn't make sense for you in the past, um, you can go back and revisit and reflect on them as you feel comfortable to do so and, you know, find yourself way back and um, really start to have that practice and sense of self in you and i'm sure that can happen as soon as you start on this um journey and obviously with consistency um so the mothering wound is really just that and um that is the part one Um, now we're going to preface into the part two which is the father wound and the father wound um so like the mother wound is the loss of self the father wound can manifest as a loss of purpose and by loss of purpose it really just means your goals any visions and dreams that you have things that you aspire for um you may notice maybe other people around you have some and you just don't know where you fit into any of those and um, goal setting could be really hard for you and um although I do have to um, put a note on that and say that goals don't really have to determine your quality of life. Um, It's really just about having some sort of intention to go in with that. Today, I would like to experience this. And um, any kind of um, loss of purpose in life manifests as a father wound. Um whether it was a mother or a father um, you know that masculine energy you know I guess did not provide um, the amount that you needed to really gain a sense of navigating the world with having a sense of purpose Um, and again with that being said we have to learn to forgive people even our parents because people aren't perfect and I do have to say that they can come in with the best intentions and yet not know what to do. And this could just be for even parents who are watching um, or parents who or people who want to become parents in the future that sometimes we will try our best, but, you know, things can always go wrong. And. It's important for us as individuals to just grow and learn from those experiences and to change those patterns for the generations to come. Um, So with that being said, the father wound really is, number one, a sense of direction, having a sense of that guidance that you need. So it could just be something as simple as goal setting, planning, envisioning, making a vision board. If you're a visual person like me, I like to, you know, create charts um, visually. And it's really just about seeking guidance too, asking for help. If you feel that you're lost somewhere, sometimes you will not be enough to understand yourself. You will need extra Um, tools and research and people who can come to your aid to help you understand yourself Um, you know at a university at a school you can go to the resource center and um, do quizzes to really understand um, what you could provide and serve as a human being because a lot of ikigai uh, which is the Japanese word for um, you know having a sense of purpose of life um you can easily you know do those quizzes and you can find things online to create a chart a dream a goal that you want to build that you want to envision and it doesn't have to do with um you know going to a university or you know getting a job or starting a business it could really just be a goal to travel a goal to plant something like this summer I want to get done planting you know these plants and this will really help me to um you know become more better in my mental health um because you know as as by research plants do help you with um attaining that so that goal and that vision really is not something that you know, has to be a stereotypical version. It really is just your vision. Whatever you authentically feel is your vision that is aligned with you. Seeking guidance for that. If it's learning meditation, going to a meditation center and um, getting guidance from a teacher, um, seeking out mentors that can help you. And that mentor, if not a person, it could be in a book. It could be in a self-help book. It could be, you know, um, finding resources online and um, developing contacts online internationally as well. Now with the help of, you know, TikTok and Instagram especially, you can connect with people online and um, find people who are your soul family, who really align with you and who can guide you into a direction that feels authentic to you. So that is number one is direction. The second one, this is really important, and so I want to highlight that it is important, is boundaries. It's the B word, boundaries. And I. A lot of times, this can be hard for a people pleaser, um, for someone who has always learned to take care of needs of other people before yourself. Um, now, typically a father would protect, would come in defense, you know, and that is something that you will have to do for yourself as an adult in any case, whether you, you know, are someone who is dealing with a lot of things or it's just simply going about life, boundaries is essential to protecting your energy because your energy is crucial it is special it is important and it is only to be used for things that align with you that bring you a sense of purpose and bring you a sense of joy and if there really is no um, intention set with those things it can be really really draining you know and so saying no can be really hard but that is why I really like to actually call it compassionate boundaries, that you can do so with compassion. If, for example, someone is telling you, hey, we gotta get this done by this weekend, and you somehow feel your body is just not physically allowing you space to do so, it's okay to say no. And the people in your life who can honor your nose will be the people who really understand you and really value your presence just as who you are even with the nose even with saying I don't feel like doing this today they will have empathy for that instead of holding grudges and similarly for you as well if someone is holding a boundary that doesn't mean that um, you know they don't like you they are ignoring you or rejecting you it could simply be a way for them to take some space before you know retreating before they come back um, to that connection so boundaries is very important it could be physical boundaries so saying no energetic boundaries now energetic boundaries are really you know you've verbally explained something to someone that is not okay for you but mentally you're still thinking about it and it's still brewing in your mind That means that you're still technically in that energy space. You're still holding energy for that person. If you're constantly um, thinking about the same situation as an intrusive thought, um, that is a lack of boundary. And you can actually energetically say that I call all my power back from every dimension, from every energy. From every entity, from every person, place, event, back to me now. So, using those affirmations and really just um, cutting cords energetically too with anything that doesn't serve you for today in this moment, um, you can do so by just simply saying those words or even visualizing a person mentally and you know just saying, "I forgive you," and we're done, and you can leave in peace now. You know, so having those physical, mental, energetic boundaries is very important because it gives you time to understand your purpose and your dharma. And it really, dharma, like I said, it really doesn't have to be work. Um, The North American version of work, it really just is your sense of purpose, your vision. And that can be anything that you think it is for you. The third one being discipline, and um, discipline is something that actually can apply in general because consistency is needed for the reparenting process, but I've put it specifically in the father wound because it's sort of that tough love where um, you kind of hold yourself accountable, not in a harsh way, I really just want to reiterate that that you're not doing so in a manner that maybe was taught to you, where you punish yourself. You know, if you haven't done a set amount of work, you shouldn't punish yourself. You should just... um, And this is just also coming with a practice. So I'm not saying that I'm really trying to preach here. These are all things that I struggle with too. And I also catch myself in the moments where I'm like, oh I forgot to do this and you fall you fall from you know um, following a discipline and that is why I think the holistic psychologist if you look it up she calls it the loving discipline where you really just create a routine for yourself and you tell yourself as the higher self to your inner child or to yourself That I've set this really for the highest good of all and for you, you know. So if it's waking up early in the morning, um, ask yourself, are you actually doing this because, you know, the rhetoric is that it's really just everybody else is doing it and, you know, that is something that could be good? Sure, but also tuning into your body. Um, asking yourself if this is what you want and why is it that I'm doing this, um, you know, when you set routines or when you set, um, consistent patterns in yourself, if it's to pay a bill by this date, um, if it's to enroll in a school by this time, um, filling a form, why do you need to do this? Ask yourself. Um, and that will help you to actually creating that action because ultimately the outcome that we want is to feel good, is to feel more prepared, is to feel more ready for the future. Um, that could just be tomorrow. It could be 10 days from now, it could be 10 years from now. but really just having that sense of discipline of, even just with this rape re-parent, reparenting example, um, why is it that I need to do reparenting? Why is it that I need to do self-care? Okay maybe it just makes me tune into myself a little more gotcha you know um why is it that i need to seek out mentors and seek that direction um maybe it will just help me to understand the next few steps in my plan you know gotcha so it's understanding those things and really focusing on the desired outcome um, that will help you push through that discipline and asking yourself why is it that you want to do this because nobody is asking you to do anything you know as an adult if you're watching this if you're a kid um you know this is just an early head start for you but as an adult um you know really no one is coming to save you um and no one is coming to help us and um and that is why reparenting is essential and i don't say this in a broken way of you know you're all by yourself in this lonely world. That is not what I'm trying to say. There's definitely other emotionally uh, mature and attuned people, but you can only match those uh, when you actually raise your own vibration. And that is how you'll meet more people who are attuned to that energy, to that frequency. Um, Otherwise, it just becomes a case that I've had as well in my life where you're helpless and you're reaching for help but understanding that you have all the tools and resources it's acknowledging that you have the power to change your life and it really doesn't have to be anything fancy it could just be in the morning i wake up and i write five lines that tell me that i love myself it could just be physical attributes i love my hair i love my eyes i love my skin could be something I did for someone else today I helped someone you know pack their groceries today um you know it could just be filling, finishing a task today I um created a memoir plan and all that is just discipline it's you telling yourself how much essentially you give a shit about yourself how much you care about yourself and all these actions will show you that you care. And because you will show yourself you care, you will only allow people who do and treat um, themselves and other people the same way um, in as much capacity as possible. So, this really is the reparenting process. Um, I can highlight again so it's the mother wound, which can be the loss of self and it can be filled with emotional validation, intuition, self-care, and the father wound, which is loss of purpose, direction, boundaries, and discipline is what can help you tune in and heal your father wound with consistency. And I really, really wanted to make this video with the good, most purest intentions because I have actually been practicing these myself and I hope that whoever is listening to this um, you know understands and really um, goes on their own journey of reparenting and um, it can be challenging you know at first when you understand your patterns because you're kind of detaching from your old self so there can be a growing pain of losing or grieving your old self and I want to say that you should, um, as I do, just be patient with yourself because you're a human and it's hard, you know, sometimes in challenging times, especially just go easy on yourself, go um, as gentle as possible with this process and um, be firm when needed at the same time. So with that being said, I would like to leave you with a question on the topic of reparenting is what words did you need to hear the most as a kid? And I would like to, pra- I would like to ask you to practice those um, as, you know, throughout the week, throughout the day is really what words did you need to hear as a kid? you know, it was, was it, and make it as specific as possible, so if it was, like, you wanted to learn how to baseball that, you know, um, tell yourself, like, you can be amazing at this, um, so really just make it as specific as possible, and write that as an affirmation as to what words you needed to hear as a five-year-old, six-year-old, eight-year-old, and, um, give it to yourself give those words and that attention to you because you deserve it and that is where i would like to end this podcast thank you guys so much for this lovely time that we've had together it was great and um as usual come back for more because there's more where this came from um and be gentle be kind with yourself all of and uh yeah okay take care signing off all right mm-hmm.